Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. Hey, it's Justin Alexio, your better, more well-educated, uh, equally as funny host. Thanks so much for listening, guys. <laughs> he hates and it when I do that, but I do it because, you know, I can. Hey, whatever whatever, Just, whatever, Justin needs is a confidence booster to get the, the podcast going. Guys, we've been on hiatus for a little bit. Justin and I have both been busy. Uh, Justin's been traveling a little bit. We'll get into all of that. We didn't do a podcast last week, but we are back with you, baby. Hello. Th- thanks for tuning back in. Did you miss us or did you not miss us? Did you miss me? Who do you miss more? Sorry, I'm going on that tangent again. It's what no. makes me feel good. Hey, man. Whatever <laughs> it really you, makes me feel so good. Whatever you need to feel good, man. Just I mean, do your thing. I appreciate you, bro. You have a good week? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> no, I, I, you were just thinking. I thought you were going to say something. Uh, yeah, I had a good week, bro. It turned into a uh, touched by an angel moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good bro. There's and then a, just sat we just sat in silence for yeah. a while. That never there's never dead air on this podcast. Sometimes what do they say yeah, in acting we class? Never have dead air on this pod ever. Except for uh you know, when things get awkward. Uh yeah, I uh I went to Atlanta, the ATL. Uh I knew all the bad parts because of all the rap I listened to. Don't go to College Park after dark. Thank you, Ludacris. That place was very bad. Uh Went for a agent meeting. I signed with the new agent, guys. So uh, it's like one of the best agencies in Atlanta. So I'm excited. Congratulations. <sighs> I saw my daddy. Uh, How was that? You know, you know what? I want to, I'm going to get real on the podcast. Yep. All right. I, some of you guys know this, I'm sure. I come from a divorced family. Daddy wasn't there. Uh, daddy was there from about, okay, he moved away when I was five, came back when I was nine, left again when I was oh, 10 or 11. Basically, was only there for two years, then was just gone. Uh, Have you talked to him about why he went away again the second time? Yeah, it's because of money. Okay. Uh, he, he, oh, I mean, you know, I'll just, I fuck it. I'm going to do stand-up about all this in, in a special, so I'll just lay it all out there Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, he didn't want to pay child support. Uh, he was like, uh, it was a lot of, my mom was also like pressuring, putting the, my mom got these really good lawyers and was spiting my dad, like trying to get more money than, she didn't need money to take care of us. My mom made a lot of money, but she wanted to like fuck over my dad. Cause you know, it was a nasty divorce anyway. So my dad's like, fuck you. I ain't going to pay you money. And, uh, left. He's like, I couldn't survive with what your mom was garnishing my wages. Which, you know, I get, and uh, probably going to take a lot of therapy for me to fully get over that. <laughs> um, hey, you know, you're already making progress if you can admit that, Justin. <laughs> so, uh, point of the story is, so I, you know, and my dad did my, my you know, high school years make me, uh, like, reach out, like, he was like, do you want me to come to your high school graduation? And I was like, no, because I, I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't want him to go. I mean, he did kind of reach out later, but I was so, you know, full of hate that I 
push him away. So now that I'm older, I'm trying to like kind of have a relationship with him. Reconnect. Reconnect. Yeah. And and you know what? Now that I've been an adult, I mean, I look back, I'm like, okay. I, the hardest part, I'm like, all right, he's making efforts now as I'm an adult. Like, for instance, I've been in Nashville. I've been in New Orleans uh, and now Atlanta. And he's come and driven to visit me in all three of those cities from Jacksonville. So, like, to Tennessee, it's 12 hours. New Orleans, it's about 10. Atlanta, it's, like, five and a half. That's pretty cool. So he's done those drives, so he is making an effort. He is, for the first time, flying out to L.A. in May to see me because he's going to my brother's graduation uh, in Arizona. So he's going to come see me. So, you know, he's making efforts now. To me, the hardest part of raising a child is, you know, the uh, zero to 18 years when they're expensive. But, uh, you know, whatever he's, you know, he let me borrow money in the past, you know, it was not that much, like a couple hundred and I paid him back. So, I mean, I'm grateful for all that. Anyways, point is, is that now I'm like, sorry guys, it's getting too dark. No, no, no uh, it's good. <laughs> so now hanging out with him in Atlanta is cool, but it's like, I am trying not to judge myself. But I have no, like I grew up with my little sisters and brothers like they were born when I was around like twelve, so from twelve to eighteen I was living in the same house with them, and then I go to Phoenix so often, and you know I'm really close to my little brother's sisters. My dad has a daughter that is my half sister, and I, for the life of me, cannot connect with her. And it's just I'm just like this is it's not her fault, right? But like, is it my fault? <laughs> not really. I don't know, cause like I don't know. If he would have been in Phoenix, I would have saw her more and I had connection. Like, literally, there was this moment where they go into the hotel and it's just me and my little sister in the van. I was like dreading it because I couldn't, I, I didn't know how to talk to her. And like, I'm good with kids. And I was just like, it was just like, I was just like, I don't know what to do. Right. And it's like, uh, and then she's doing things like, and hi, brother. And like putting her, her head on my, she's like, 13. She don't even exactly know how old she is. How sad is that? And she put her head on my shoulder, and I'm just like, I don't feel like the, like if my other brothers and sisters did that, I'd be like, oh, you know, whatever. But it's like nothing. So anyways, I'm like, ooh, am I a bad brother? I feel like a bad brother, guys. She listen to podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I, my parents will listen to this, but, uh, you know. Anyway, so while I was doing that in Atlanta, and uh, I was just like, what's the point? But it was very pretty. Uh, a lot of trees, and um, you know, I don't know. It was good. I like. I've never been to Atlanta. It's actually very liberal for the South. I'm told. Yeah. I was waiting to. Uh, I <laughs> I went and drank at this bar called Church, and I was like, oh, it's the South. It's going to be a thing, you know, very God oriented, and it was like hipsters making fun of Jesus. <laughs> all right. <laughs> In the South, dude. Jesus had like red eyes, and like all the drinks. These horrific drinks are like named after like certain disciples and then people are just getting fucked up in the back. Oh yeah, cuz the bar's named Church. Yeah. There you go. They're just getting fucked up in the back making out. It was uh I mean, you know, I'm not very religious, but I did feel like dirty being in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, I was like this ain't right. Did you feel like there were more I'm sure you didn't get into politics, but did you get a vibe of like whether it was like a a Trump or Hillary or Bernie kind of area for Atlanta? Uh, it's, it's way more liberal. They're saying it's like, cause like Texas is like uh very Republican, I would say probably Trump country, but Austin is the one liberal city in it. And that's how I'm told Atlanta is for the South. Okay. 
because it's like gonna you know a lot of young people there. Um, but yeah, I mean there was some you know there's definitely some conservative. I don't mind conservatives. You know what? It's crazy, Jeremiah. Everyone out here, all our friends are liberal, right? Everyone that's young and poor in Los Angeles, and everyone talks so much shit about conservatives. And like I'm from Arizona, I have fr- I have young friends that are conservatives, and I'm yeah. like, why are we hating each other? Let's talk to each other. Why can't we talk? I mean, I don't know. Your your place is conservative, right, Kansas? Yeah, more on the conservative side. But I feel like my family has become way more liberal over the years. Yeah, used to be super conservative. But yeah, I feel like my family's becoming more more liberal. My family's liberal, but it's just like I I, I just come from a very red state, mm-hmm. so you know. We got to get you on some good shows, by the way, for when your dad comes out, because we can't have a repeat of uh, your mom seeing <laughs> us in the loft at Iowa West and then doubting whether or not you should be uh, pursuing this career. Jeremiah, if someone, if I wasn't the host of this podcast and I was a guest and they're like, what's your Hollywood bitch slap? That's got to be number one for me. <laughs> Is that? Dude, it was humiliating Is because that- as my parents, like, I was trying to get them to believe in me. And then we see <laughs> that we sit them up in the the attic of some improv theater and then we sit them on couches and there's like nobody in there nobody in there nobody in there and i was like all right it's okay we can still have a good set and i think we had the worst set we had ever done we ate it (laughs) we ate it real hard and all of us apologized to justin afterwards because his parents like dude we're sorry we don't know what happened like but we all were off tonight and it just was because it's one of those things like whenever it's low low attendance already and then whenever you're that early into performing, like, like it was, that was like the first year that we were yeah, out Yeah, it was. So, like, we didn't have the stage confidence. Yeah, and I thought it would be a good idea because we had just maybe had a couple shows. Oh, we, had, we were on a run of good shows. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, man, wait, wait for this. And uh, it was just garbage. I just remember turning around. I looked at you guys, and then I caught, turned around just in time to catch my mom shaking her head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude, that was that was fucking painful. But the good thing is, is they ha- they have seen me do good shows, so uh, you know. And now they're like, "Oh, you stuck with it. You're you're getting good," and blah blah blah. But that that oh, dude for like a year, that kind of haunted me. <laughs> I didn't want to invite my parents to any more shows, so I was like, "Nah, not not that." <laughs> yeah, I'm still scarred from the time I invited my mom, sister, and her now husband to an open mic. <laughs> And it was one of the worst experiences because I didn't have any spots. And they're like, yeah. we really want to see you. We just want to see you anywhere. I'm like, I got this one <laughs> spot. I mean, did you know that it was going to be dicey? No, usually that mic was good. But, of course, it was abortion and rape <laughs> night for for that mic night. Uh. My mom was just like horrified. She was booing performers <laughs> at the open mic. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Because this girl's like, I just got my two-for-one coupon at Planned Parenthood. Oh, and my mom's God. like, come from Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a different... Uh, I was like, this- Mom, it's an open mic. You can't boo. They got three minutes. <laughs> you can't boo them. Even if you don't agree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only makes us stronger or more jaded. I'm, I'm determining that. Oh, dude, I got to tell you, though. Going on this plane ride, it was the worst turbulence I've ever experienced. 
we were flying right into a thunderstorm. You had some bad luck this year with uh, turbulence, dude. It, I mean, it's, I don't know what it is. I guess it's thunderstorm season. So I look on right right before I get on the plane, I look on the the, the weather for Atlanta. I was like, all right, severe thunderstorms. That's not good. <laughs> so we fly into it. I mean, it's pretty rough turbulence the whole way there. Then we like. Uh, the pilot comes on, you know, the, it's been, planes been going up and down. People are getting, like, nervous. And the pilot comes on. He's like, um, yeah, it's a real bad weather at the ground. Weather, weather is about uh, winds of 50-plus miles an hour. All of Atlanta Airport has been closed. So we're going to get put in a holding pattern, and uh, we're number one to land. So You start circling? <laughs> we start circling. For like, dude, it was like forty minutes, and it's the winds are bad. Yeah, and like I remember, there's this one. So we're circling. There's this one moment where the plane just, dude, it like drops like fifteen feet, and like everybody screamed, dude. <laughs> everybody screamed, dude. My book flew out of my hand and hit a dude in the face. And he was so scared, he didn't say anything to me. Yeah. <laughs> we all, I mean, I was just like, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> the book flew hit in the face. And, like, if that wasn't bad enough, I'm sitting next to this old lady, right? And she's, you know, people, the guy behind me is, like, you know, kind of like how Bill Burr does that bit of the guy just, like, screaming. Guy's doing that behind me, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's, like, all afraid. And the grandma next to me pulls out. Like, while we're in bad turbulence, it's going up and down. Uh, pulls out a picture of her grandson and just starts stroking it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh I, that goodness. was what made me the most scared. Worse than the drop. Oh, and- yeah. Just <laughs> an old woman calmly pulling out a picture and then just, like, stroking. Like, oh, this is the last time I see you. Dude, it was Goodbye, bad. grandson. <laughs> wow. And, and then the pilot comes on and he's like, um... Yeah, uh, it's uh, still bad down there, but uh, the wind is within our limits. And so we start to land. You didn't even say it's good. It's like it's within the limits. And, dude, it was rough and uh, couldn't see the ground. And then as soon as we touched down, everyone just starts screaming and applauding. And it was like freaking like won a playoff game. Wow. So uh, I think I might, you know, I might, I might try and do stand up about, you know, I already have some airplane stuff, but just that lady. That lady is, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty freaking awesome. I literally, when I saw that, I was like, it made me get this feeling in my stomach, but the comic side, I was like, Ooh, if I make it out of this, I could use that. (laughs) This is going to be a great bit. (laughs) How was uh, your week, brother? That was great, man. I was in Irvine this weekend Ooh. with the Roast Master General, Jeffrey Ross. And it was a lot of fun, man. It was, it was a good time. Man. How was the crowds? What kind of crowds go see Jeff Ross? They're pretty cool, man. He has, like, really, really nice, cool fans. Like, for, like, as far as I can tell, pretty hip. Uh, They're, like, the they range from, like, Pretty good age range, actually. Anywhere from like twenties to like forties. There are some people in like their fifties, not much older than fifties, but a lot of families too. Like a lot of people doing or like company outings. Like they came out to see him. Yeah, and yeah, everybody's just happy to see him. He's got very loyal fans, and there was this so you moment. Featured? 
Yeah, featured. Okay. Yeah, so I did 25 minutes each show, which did you, was. Did you try and sell some merch? I did, man. I and I was, uh, yeah, I had, uh, I ended up selling some CDs, and it was it was good. People were, were generous, so uh, they helped me pay pay my rent. Yeah, baby. With uh, you know, a little bit of merch money and uh, the money that I got for featuring, so that was nice. I was telling Justin before this weekend, before Jeff asked me to do the weekend, I had like no money to pay rent. <laughs> And then it was one of those buzzer beaters where I got the money <laughs> this is for rent. Mike, Michael Jordan moments. Yeah, it was like <laughs> swoosh <laughs> right after, right after it flashes to zero. Yeah, you swish. like the release is up at like two seconds, and then it slowly goes in point one. Uh, and swish. Then, and then as you realize you made the shot, you just get sad because you're like, "Why did it come to this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was crazy. But you know, one more, one more month of one more of, month, by baby. the skin of my teeth, baby. <laughs> Paying rent, hey. ba- barely, barely afloat out here. Better, better than Starbucks. Absolutely, man. I'd much prefer the stress of trying to make ends meet with random stand up and acting gigs. So, yeah, super grateful to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff Ross for having me feature for him. It was super fun, man. Uh, I always have a blast hanging with him and, and doing shows with him. And we played softball on Saturday, and I'm still sore because I think I pulled my groin pretty bad. Dude, I saw some pictures of you. You look pretty goofy. Like, uh, I yeah. just it's not it's just because I don't see you in sports gear ever. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, I was goofy. I I. I, I was in basketball shorts. Yeah, that's. I, that's I was what in it the was. wrong attire, completely. <laughs> I don't have baseball attire, so I was in basketball. I I wore a baseball shirt with KU basketball shorts and and then a Kansas City Royals hat. So yeah, I look goofy for sure. Yeah, my long hair is flowing. Dad, in the wind. Have you played softball before? Yeah, I I used to play softball like a lot during the summer, at, like camps and stuff like that. Okay. It was actually a lot of fun. I actually didn't even realize how much I missed it. But it was great. It was super fun. And yeah, that was a great time. And now I'm super sore. Tony Hinchcliffe and I got in this giant pickle where he ended up getting me out. And he accidentally, like, I fell to the ground and he, like, kind of tackled me. <laughs> I've got this giant bruise on my groin right now. I don't know if it's from him or if I just pulled my groin. And it's just, it's so, it's a huge bruise, did, though. Did you uh, have cleats? Of course not. <laughs> you think I had cleats? I, I, I I'm wearing basketball shorts, but I I can afford cleats on this softball field. Well, you know that's probably why you slipped, bro. Mm, yeah, he, I slipped because he was coming after me, and I got scared with the ball because it was in a pickle. I didn't know he was going to run after me. I was like, huh. I thought he was going to throw it to second base, and then he didn't. He st- just started running after me. I was like, oh no, I'm going to get out, and he got me out. Hey man, but it was fun. Did you get any any hits? Yeah. Had a couple good right. hits. Yeah. Had like a a double, a single, and another single. Look at you, Jeremiah. Jeremiah is actually uh, like surprisingly athletic. The first time I played basketball with him, I was like, I'm going to fucking. I was like, even though I don't play basketball, I'm still athletic enough to run circles around Jeremiah. That is not the case. No. He can uh, hold his own. He's way better than me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm very athletic, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah, I mean, you know, I just. It's surprising to, yeah, it's always. It's just it, because you're out of the guy. Oh, yeah. You know. But also, you know, I'm physical on stage, so I stay in shape, dog. Yeah, man. 
You're always, Jeremiah's biggest fear is always like, I'm going to get injured and then I can't be my full self. Yeah, that would suck. It would be real bad if I like broke an ankle or something. I don't want to be the crutches comedian who's trying to do act outs on one foot. Yeah. Oh, God. I Yeah, I'm, I'm actually always afraid of uh, breaking my nose in dodgeball. It's been done to a couple people. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that would put a... Uh, You've gotten a couple injuries in, in dodgeball that I've been surprised about. Yeah. We I've should talk about this before I forget because we talked about... Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, today... What's the day? March 30th. March 30th. Uh, everybody wants some in theaters in New York and L.A. That's the movie we've been talking about throughout this podcast. And then uh, I think it's everywhere uh, April 15th. So uh, go check that out. Um, Justin's in a Richard Linklater film, guys. Dude, it's got a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Heck yeah, dude. So, uh, you know, I think uh, it's another, you know... I, I don't know. I can't say it'll be a classic. I mean, it's an, I think it's just as good as any movie he's ever done. But, like, I feel like in today, classic, like, movies don't get made as much because there's so many movies. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, it's like so many movies get made. I don't know what's getting made. But So uh, is it getting uh, a wider release after this, or are they just doing it in L.A. and New York right now to test it? No, they're doing L.A. New York, and then April 8th, you're in like 15 more cities, and then it's everywhere April 15th. Nice, dude. So that's congrats, think, man. That's yeah. huge. So go check it out April 15th if you ain't in New York or LA. Uh, you know, my part is uh, small, but it's honestly memorable. I feel like if, when people see that movie, and then I, you know, they'll know, they'll remember me. So you're in the trailer briefly, right? Yeah, hot, hot second. So you uh, should, uh, you should do a screen grab <laughs> of that. I should. I, I, I didn't know how to do that. So I'll, I'll do it for you after this podcast. We'll find it. All right. So that way you can have a picture of it. Sweet. Yeah, um, yeah guys, go check that out. And, uh, you know, as always, watch Jeremiah's movie. Is it still on Hulu? Still on Hulu, man. Check that out. I lived. I love that movie. Thanks, man. Just promote each other's projects. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, some exciting news tomorrow that I can't talk about yet, but... Um, there's uh, going to be some articles released about some uh, some projects I'm a part of uh, that, that are uh, they're going to announce it tomorrow. Some some fun TV stuff. So we'll see. I'll let you guys know about that next week. I'm excited, dude. I feel like look at us. We're slowly climbing the ladder. Man, but sometimes I feel like the ladder goes sideways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? I've been going laterally. That is a good analogy. I never go I never feel like the the ladder I'm ever going back down the ladder. But right. there is sometimes where I'm like, why did this ladder take a right angle turn? Dude, I feel and you're having to work to stay on that ladder oh, just absolutely. to stay sideways. Yeah. Dude, uh, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I'm actually afraid of is like the higher you get, you know, that old cliche the the harder you can fall. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, once you get to a certain level of success, it can only go downwards, and how can, how will I be able to mentally handle that? I think, I, I think, uh, I think, the good thing is, is I love comedy, and you know, I started performing for no one. So even if you come back down, I'll never be where I was at the genesis. So technically, that's still a huge improvement. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, no, it's like, oh man, I, one of my friends the other day was telling me he's like. Justin, you're a success. And he lists off a couple of things I've done. And I was just like, 
dude, it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> it feels like I am fucking working my ass off for every single thing. I feel like nothing, obviously nothing has been given to me. Um, you know, obviously I've, people have helped me. The way that you've gotten multiple of your credits is extremely unique, I feel. I know, man. It's like I just, you know. Uh, you too, man. You, you like, we're going the atypical route. I feel like, uh, you know. Yeah, we'll know. see, man. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to get s- some stuff that's typical every once <laughs> yeah, in a while. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, this person likes me and wants you to be on their show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just auditioned and I got it. That was it. <laughs> I didn't know anybody attached to it. <laughs> they just liked me for me. How, yeah, that's that's rare. That's That's a rare story. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? Guys, I've decided. So I've been, you know, I'm like, I got to keep every 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 couple months or, you know, uh, once a year I go through a depression. I feel like I'm pulling myself out of this one that kind of started in December and rolled right through to March. And uh, I'm not going to drink for a while. I've been, the more I read about alcohol, the more I'm like, this does not add any value to my life. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to say some shit like I'll never drink again because, uh, you know. When I get on a TV show, baby, I'm going to get fucked up. <laughs> That's great news. But, uh, yeah, I'm cutting that out, and I haven't eaten cookies in, like, over a month. Damn. Like, sugar I've pretty much cut out. That's that. more surprising to me than the drinking. No cookies? Yeah, dude, it's just... I had cookies last night. <laughs> yeah, cookies are good, man. Cookies are good. But you know what? Once you... I'm at the stage now where I don't crave it anymore. Yeah. Like, I can see a cookie, and it, you know. So, anyways, I feel good, guys. You happy, Jeremiah? I'm happy. Yeah. I'm excited about stuff. Have you uh, seen a show called Man Seeking Woman? I've heard of it. What is the premise of that? You just got to see it. It's just like this very surreal, super out there dating type show where it's, it follows Jay Baruchel and Eric Andre and they're dating. Like Jay Baruchel goes on a blind date and it turns out to be an actual troll. <laughs> <laughs> that he goes on a date with and and just stuff like that. It's like very very weird and out there, but I love it. I'm like, man, I'd love to write something like this. Yeah, dude, there's so much good work out there. It's like insane. It's cool that the markets are smaller. Less people watch stuff, but like more good stuff is available. Well, yeah, it's and it's it's cheaper to make that stuff now, so So uh we got to make some stuff, Justin. <laughs> hey man, I'm writing pilots. You know what yeah. we we gotta you know what? I'll say this on the podcast, guys. I wanna see me and Jeremiah shoot another sketch. I don't know when, but uh we we've both been very busy. We can barely get this podcast out on time. But uh Yeah, we, that'd we be should, cool. We should do that. I'd like that. Yes, sir, yes, sir. So uh you got any uh, shows to plug this week? What's your what's your week look like, J Dog? Pat Reagan and I are doing a couple cool shows this week. Reagan and Watkins for Thursday, April... Nope, that's Thursday, March 31st. Doing uh, the big show at the Improv. It's a 10 o'clock show. Doing a uh, music duo set. And then we're doing uh, this poker tournament uh, benefit that's hosted by J.K. Simmons, (laughs) randomly. uh, That uh, our buddy Court McCown, he's going to host the comedy show. And he's... uh, We're on it, and Theo Vaughn is on it. And himself, and then Saturday's midnight snack, 
And then Sunday, I'm in the main room of the Comedy Store. And then Monday, April 4th, I'm going to see my buddy Quincy Jones. Special taping for uh, for HBO, man. Pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I want to hype that that as well. That is uh, really happy for Quincy. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you can get tickets to it, but if you can, go see it. If not, just watch it when it comes out on HBO. Uh, it'll be super cool. <clears throat> Guys, I'm uh, doing stand-up at uh, Cal State Long Beach Friday. Nice, dude. Uh, 8 o'clock. And then uh, Wednesday, I have a show uh, in the Valley. It's at this uh, acting studio, uh, Playhouse West. I don't know. The show's usually good there. And then uh, Sunday. No. That's Friday, then. No, Thursday. Sorry, guys. I always just remember this off the top of my head. I'm also Thursday, April 7th? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Thursday, April 7th, um, I'm doing another show at, at randomly at college, Cal State Northridge. So um, go check that out, 8 o'clock. Cool, cool. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Building Years. Email us at thebuildingyears at gmail.com. Tell your friends if you like the show. New guests every single Friday. Thanks so much for listening. We love you guys. Love most of you. <laughs>